everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are continuing our dog diaries or dog dictionary or dog definition series, whatever you want to call it. This is your first time joining us. This is not something you have to enjoy in chronological order or in sequential order. I don't know. Premise of the series is quite simple. We learn about man's best friend uh, and all of these different dog breeds in alphabetical order, obviously based on their breed name. And I'll give you my opinion, commentary. Um, sometimes I'll give you commentary on the look of the uh, dog breed, and it's just for fun and to help you fall asleep. So. Today we are focusing on dogs that begin with letter D. And the first pup breed that we are looking at is the Dashhund or the Wiener Dog. Some common nicknames include the Dackel, apparently in Germany, Doxy in the US, I've never heard of that, the Wiener Dog or the Hot Dog. Very common here in the U.S. Perro Salchicha, apparently Spain and Mexico, which makes sense. I mean, it's just a hot dog in Spanish. This breed originated in Germany. The litter size will be between four and eight. The Dachshund is a short-legged, long-bodied hound-type dog breed. I'm sure everyone has seen them, right? They're just long little bodies. Long bodies, tiny little legs, long snouts. The standard size Dachshund was developed to scent, chase, and flush out badgers and other burrow-dwelling animals, while the miniature Dachshund was bred to hunt smaller prey such as rabbits. In the U.S., they have also been used to track wounded deer and hunt prairie ducks, which is really interesting to read that, you know, all these breeds have... A purpose right I mean not all of them are have been bred just for being companions or anything like that but for me it's pretty interesting to hear that or to read that wiener dogs you know had you know real purpose especially when it comes to hunting I, I wouldn't have really thought about that because of their long narrow build they are often nicknamed wiener dog or sausage dog Dashhound may be mispronounced as Dash Hound by some English speakers. I mean, I, I might be doing that right now. Dashhound. While classified in the Hound group or Scent Hound group in the U.S. and Great Britain, the breed actually has its own group in the countries which belong to the Federation Sinologique International, World Canine Federation. So, there you go. A couple different types of Dachshunds. You have long-haired Dachshund, smooth-haired, wire-haired, black and tan dapple, double dapple, long-haired. So, a full-grown standard wiener dog 
averages 16 pounds or 7.3 kilos to 32 pounds or 15 kilos, while the miniature variety normally weighs less than 12 pounds or 5.4 kilos. So there you go. Up next we have the Dalmatian. One of my favorite little movies as a kid, 101 Dalmatians. I think I had that on repeat in my room for like a year straight. I've always been one of those people that the things I like, I just have a little bit of an obsessive personality. When I find things that I really like and enjoy, I tend to really just stick to them and enjoy them over and over and over again. Honestly, it's why sometimes when I'll have friends visit or family visit or, um, you know, I have a chance to hang out with some friends, you know, I, I, you know, I always come through, but I'll hesitate just because I enjoy my daily routine. I enjoy, you know, whatever, just watching TV at night with my, with my, uh, significant other and, you know, it's, I don't know. So, anyway, rambling on for no reason. Dalmatian, other names, carriage dog, spotted coach dog, leopard carriage dog, firehouse dog, plum pudding dog. They originally from Croatia. I did not know that. Males can grow to 58 to 61 centimeters or 23 to 24 inches. Females, 56 to 58 centimeters or 22 to 23 inches. They have short, smooth coats. Their color is white background, black, or liver spots. Litter size would be between 6 and 18 puppies, but the average is 7 to 8. It is a non-sporting companion breed. The Dalmatian is a breed of medium-sized dog noted for its unique black or liver-spotted coat and mainly used as a carriage dog in its early days. Its roots, roots trace back to Croatia and its historical region of Dalmatia. Today it is a popular family pet and many dog enthusiasts enter Dalmatians into kennel club competitions. The Dalmatian is a medium-sized, well-defined, muscular dog with excellent endurance and stamina. Dalmatian puppies are born with plain white coats and their first spots usually appear within three to four weeks after birth. However, spots are visible on their skin. After about a month, they have most of their spots, although they continue to develop throughout life at a much slower rate. The Dalmatian coat is usually short, fine, and dense. However, smooth-coated Dalmatians occasionally produce long-coated offspring. Long-coated Dalmatians are not acceptable in the breed standard, however. These individuals experience much less shedding than their smooth-coated counterparts. So. It's cute. And then here they have, like, little pictures of... Little spotless Dalmatian puppies. And then obviously a couple weeks later they start to uh, grow them. Up 
Up next, we have the Dandy Dinmont Terrier. Cute little thing. Weight between 18 and 24 pounds or 8.2 to 10.9 kilograms. Height will be between 8 and 11 inches or 20 to 28 centimeters. They are rough coated and their color is pepper or mustard. A Dandy Dinmont Terrier is a small Scottish dog breed in the Terrier family. The breed has a very long body, short legs, and a distinctive top knot of hair in the head. Interesting. The picture I see here, I can't quite see that. They are friendly but tough and are suitable for interaction with older children. They are no breed-specific health concerns, but they can be affected by spinal problems due to their elongated body. The breed is named after a fictional character in Sir Walter Scott's novel Guy Mannering. This character, Dandy Dinmont, is thought to be partly based on James Davidson, who is credited as the originator of the modern breed. Davidson's dogs descended from earlier terrier-owning families, including the Allens of Hollystone, Northumberland. There are three breed clubs in the UK supporting this breed, although it is registered as a vulnerable native breed by the Kennel Club due to its low number of puppy registrations per year. The breed originates from the dogs being used in the border country of Scotland and England. During the 1600s, they were used for hunting badgers and otters. Whilst their ultimate origin remains unknown, dogs owned by the Allens of Hollystone, Northumberland in the early 1700s are thought to have been involved in their early origins. These dogs have been a type of border ter- These dogs may have been a type of border terrier, although other theories exist, including the idea they are a cross between Scottish terriers and Skye terriers. The head of this family was Willie Piper Allen, who was born in nearby Bellingham. He kept dogs for the hunting of otters. The breed remained relatively unknown outside of the borders until 1815, when Sir Walter Scott's novel Guy Mannering was published. So, kind of obscure little things. Yeah, they kind of look like scruffy little terriers, but they have long bodies, little legs. Very cute looking things. They're like terriers, but with like more of like a not quite a wiener dog, but kind of a wiener dog sort of body. The breed was first registered with the American Kennel Club, AKC, in 1888. The Dandy Dinmont Terrier was recognized by the United Kennel Club, UKC, in 1918. In 2006, the Kennel Club recognized the Dandy Dinmont Terrier as one of the rarest dog breeds native to the British Isles, putting it on a new list of vulnerable native breeds. The breed has short legs with an elongated body. Unusually among Scottish Terrier breeds, it has pendulous ears. Weird. The neck is muscular, having developed from the breed's use against larger game. The typical height at the withers is 8 to 11 inches or 20 to 28 centimeters and they can weigh anywhere between 18 to 24 pounds 8.2 to 10.9 kilos 
While the dandy is generally, while the dandy generally is a hardy breed, they may have issues climbing stairs. The coat comes in two color ranges, pepper and mustard. Pepper ranges from dark bluish black to very light silvery gray. Mustard varies from reddish brown to fawn, with the head appearing to be almost white. Typically, the legs and feet are of a darker color, with a lighter color on the body slowly blending in to that on the legs. The breed is tough, but usually friendly and is suitable for older children. It makes both a good companion and a guard dog, but is among the most docile of the terrier breeds. They are usually quite undemanding of their owners. Can't imagine this being used as a guard dog. But let me know. Maybe you have a dandy serving as your little guard dog. Up next, we have the Drever. Other names include the Swedish Dashbrake. Dashbrake. These dogs originate from Sweden. Uh, I guess they're considered a scenthound. The Drever or Drever, Draver, is a breed of dog, a short-legged scenthound from the sweet from the Sweden, from Sweden, used for hunting deer and other game. The Drever is descended from the Westphalian Doschbrake, a type of German hound called Brack. Brack. Sprache Deutsch. The breed name Drever was chosen through a contest in 1948-1947, actually. The Drever's most noticeable characteristic are its long body and short legs, inherited from the Westphalian Doschbrake. But as a working dog, these features are not exaggerated. It has short fur and is of many is of any color with white markings, but not all white, which has been linked to deafness. The breed has a typical drop hanging ears of a hound and a long tail. The maximum height of a drever is 38 centimeters or 15 inches at the withers, which is about 15 centimeters, approximately six inches shorter than a long-legged hunting long-legged hunting hound with the same body size. The Drever in Sweden is usually kept as a hunting hound and is not usually found as a pet. The Drever was recognized by the Canadian Kennel Club in 1956 in the Hound Group and in 1996 by the United Kennel Club in its Scent Hound Group. So, interesting dog. Up next we have the Dunker also known as a Norwegian Hound. These originate from Norway. They weigh between 25 to 39 pounds or 11 to 18 kilos and they range in height from 47 to 55 uh, centimeters or 18 and a half to 21 and a half inches. A Dunker, also known as the Norwegian Hound, is a medium-sized breed of dog from Norway. It was bred by Wilhelm Dunker to be a scent hound by crossing a Russian Harlequin hound with dependable Norwegian scent hounds. The Dunker has a clean, noble, long head with parallel planes of the skull and muzzle, 
carry low and not wedge-shaped. A skull is slightly domed with a defined stop and clean cheeks. The muzzle is long and square cut with a straight and broad nasal bridge, and its teeth are evenly spaced with a scissors bite. Very descriptive. The Dunker has a black nose with wide nostrils, round, large, and dark eyes, and low-set, wide, flat ears that hang close to the head and to the middle of the muzzle. So. The Dunker's coat is straight, hard, dense, and not too short, with the most desirable colors being black or blue marbled with pale fawn and white markings. Less desirable or warm brown or predominant black reaching from the nussle and beyond the hock joint, a black mask and overmask white, and more than 50% white color is a disqualification. Who decides that? This is quite a friendly and relaxed breed. It will provide these traits only to owners who will offer lots of activities. The breed is named after the Norwegian Wilhelm Dunker, who bred this dog for hunting air, hares What's wrong with me today? I'm reading this way too early today. Who bred this dog for hunting hares at the beginning of the 19th century. To create the Dunker, Wilhelm crossed a Russian Harlequin hound with reliable scent hounds, producing a dog that could hunt rabbits by scent rather than sight. It has yet to become popular outside of its homeland. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever heard of a Dunker. Quite literally never knew that they existed. Up next, we have a Dutch Shepherd. These, this breed originates from the Netherlands. Weight will be between 66 to 88 pounds or 30 to 40 kilos. And height will be between uh, 22 to 24 inches or 50... Five to sixty-two centimeters. I think that's right. The Dutch Shepherd is a herding dog of Dutch origin. They were used by shepherds and farmers who needed a versatile dog with few demands and a dog that was able to adapt to a harsh and meager existence. The Dutch Shepherd was discovered as a naturally occurring shepherd's dog type living in the rural areas of the larger region that today includes the Netherlands. When the first breed standard was written in 1898, the coat could be any color, but in 1914 it was decided to allow only Brindle to distinguish the breed from the then-similar German Shepherd and Belgian Shepherd. The breed eventually diverged into the three distinct breeds as known today. Originally, the main function of the Dutch Shepherd was that of a shepherd's dog in the countryside. From early times, the Dutch had an arable culture that was maintained by flocks of sheep. The dogs had to keep the flock away from the crops, which they did by patrolling the borders of the road and the fields. They also accompanied the flocks on their way to the common meadows, markets, and ports. It's cute. Yeah, kind of looks like a Dutch, like a German Shepherd. Uh, let's see here. Dutch Shepherds are loyal, reliable, alert, watchful, active, independent, intelligent, and intuitive. Obedience and discipline can be achieved with remarkable results 
gifted with a true shepherding temperament, they can supposedly work willingly together with their own, with their owners, and can deal independently with any task they are assigned, being neither aggressive nor shy. Yeah, really interesting. The Dutch Shepherd is an active and versatile breed. They compete in dog ability, obedience, rally obedience, fly ball, dock jumping, disc dog, tracking, search and rescue, nose work, weight pulling, along with protection sports such as Schutzhund, French ring, Belgian ring. I have no idea what this is, that's why I'm reading this so uh, poorly. Mondiring, PSA and others. In the Netherlands, it is still employed as a herder, and the instinct is still strong in the breed. Internationally, the Dutch Shepherd is best known for use in law enforcement under the KMPV program. Uh, the KMPV, or Royal Dutch Police Dog Association, was founded on October 27, 1907, as an organization to oversee and test dogs for their ability for their suitability for police work. Dutch Shepherds with the KMPV titles are sought after candidates throughout the world for police and military use, as well as sport comp competitors and personal protection dogs. Yeah, very interesting. Next up, we have the Dutch Smousehound, also originally from the Netherlands. The Dutch Smousehound, 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 maybe, is a small breed of dog related to the Pincher and Schnauzer breed type kept in stables to eliminate rats and mice in Germany and the Netherlands. It is very rare and not well known outside the Netherlands, its country of origin. The Dutch Smousehound, Smousehound, is small in size and is at the maximum 10 kgs in weight and 43 centimeters at the withers. Its waterproof coat is rough and shaggy and of any shade of yellow color. The oh, I just lost it here. Although popular in the Netherlands, the breed is not well known elsewhere in the world. It was recognized in 2001 by the Federation Cynologique International and placed in the Group 2, Section 1, Pinchers and Schnauzers, Section 1.3, Smoshhond. Of the major kennel clubs in the English-speaking world, it is recognized only by the United Kennel Club in the U.S., classified in its terrier group. Let's see. So we have at least one or two more. Let me see how I'm doing for time. Right. So up next we have the Doberman. And there we go. The Doberman is a medium-large breed of domestic dog that was originally developed around 1890 by Carl Friedrich Louis Doberman a tax collector from Germany. The Doberman has a long muzzle. It stands on its pads and is not usually heavy-footed. Ideally, 
may have an even and graceful gait. Traditionally, the ears are cropped and posted, and the tail is docked. Although in some countries it is illegal to do so. Dobermans are known to be intelligent, alert, and tenaciously loyal companions and guard dogs. Personality varies a great deal between each individual, but if taken care of and trained properly, they are generally considered to be loving and devoted companions. The dog was originally intended as a guard dog, so males typically have a muscular and intimidating appearance. Females are usually thinner but should not be spindly. Spindly, I'm not trying to say that. The American Kennel Club breed standard differs from the Federation Cynologique International Standards, with the latter being an often larger and heavier dog. This has led to some to argue that Dobermans and Doberman Pinchers should be considered and evaluated differently. Yeah, they're very uh, aggressive looking dogs, aren't they? They can be very scary looking. Although they are considered to be working dogs, Dobermans are often stereotyped as being ferocious and aggressive. As a personal protection dog, the Doberman was originally bred for these traits. It had to be large and intimidating, fearless, and willing to defend its owner from attackers, but sufficiently obedient and restrained to do so only on command. These traits served the dog well in its role as a personal defense dog, police dog, or war dog, but were not ideally adapted by a, to a companionship role. The Doberman's aggression has been toned down by modern breeders over the years, However, today's Dobermans are known to have a much more even and good-natured temperament, as well as extreme loyalty, high intelligence, and great trainability. Yeah, very interesting. Doberman Pinscher became very popular over a short period. It's a relatively new breed, less than 150 years old. According to latest ranking in 2017 by American Kennel Club, Dobermans are the 16th most popular dog breed. So there you go. And up next, we have, I think, what will be the last uh, dog for this episode. And it's called Doggo Argentino. I'm not making that up. Doggo Argentino. Other names include Argentine Doggo. Uh, these are pretty big. It's like, it's like the picture that they have on Wikipedia is like a beast of a dog. It looks like a pit bull. It's like huge. Uh, weight, females between 40 to 43 kilos or 88 to 95 pounds, and males between 40 to 45 kilos, 88 to 99 pounds. Height, males are 60 to 68 centimeters or 24 to 27 inches, and females 60 to 65 centimeters, 24 to 26 inches. The Doggo Argentino is a large, white, muscular dog that was developed in Argentina primarily for the purpose of big game hunting, including wild boar. The breeder, Antonio Norris Martinez, also wanted a dog that would exhibit steadfast bravery and willingly protect its human companion. It was first bred in 1928 from the Cordoba fighting dog, along with a wide array of other breeds, including the Great Dane. 
The Doggo Argentino is a large, white, short-coated dog with muscular and strong body that rarely has any markings. Uh, any type of marking or spot on the coat is considered a flaw. While it is not accepted in many of the clubs, a Doggo Argentino can have a black spot on its head, known as a pirata, and is accepted by the FCI. No, FCA. It's a federation, Federación Sinológica Argentina. The head has a broad, slightly domed skull, and the muzzle is slightly higher at the nose than at the stop when viewed in profile. The breed has also been described as looking similar to the American Pitbull Terrier, even though the American Pitbull Terrier is smaller. That's what I'm saying. I mean, these things look like pit bulls, but just huge, giant. In 1928, Antonio Norris Martinez, a medical doctor, professor, and surgeon, set out to breed a big-game hunting dog that was also capable of being a loyal pet and guard dog. Antonio Martinez picked the Cordoba fighting dog at the base for the breed, to be the base for the breed. The breed is extinct today, but it was said that it was as large, said that it was a large and ferocious dog and was also a great hunter. Martinez crossed it with the Great Dane, Boxer, Spanish Mastiff, Old English Bulldog, Bull Terrier, Pointer, Irish Wolfhound, and Dog de Bordeaux. Norris Martinez continued to develop uh, the breed via selective breeding to introduce, to introduce the desired traits. The Doggo Argentino, because of its purpose, is very stubborn and pain-tolerant. This, combined with the breed's natural intelligence and domineering tendencies, means that the dog is not suitable for inactive or inexperienced homes and is ideal for a working home or, at a minimum, a very active home. Doggos are, are hunters of great courage and endurance and will work individually or in packs. They have also successfully been used in police protection work. An unsteady temperament is a serious fault. UKC Breed Standard the dog, that's where some of this text is like, I feel like they kind of, they like cut in and out. While the doggo Argentino was bred primarily from the extinct Cordoba fighting dog, it was bred to be a cooperative hunter. In other words, to accompany other catch dogs and bay dogs on the hunt without fighting with the other dogs. Aggressive traits inherent and the Cordoban dog were especially bred out to enable a stable, cooperative nature in a pack. However, in areas where illegal dog fighting continues, the Doggo Argentino has been used for fighting due to its fierce nature and great stamina. Which is very sad to read. It is illegal to own a Doggo Argentino without lawful authority. That is in the UK. And that's it. I have one or two other ones here, but I am running late and I don't intend on being fired from work, unfortunately. So I'm going to leave a little uh, note in here that this is where I stopped and uh, maybe in part two, I will come back to it. 
you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or just want to get in touch with the show, you can always do so by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.